Watch this. back to another interesting episode of the cookie jar golf podcast i am tom mills and i'm you might hear a lot of noise around me today we are in the beautiful surroundings of sunningdale heath and i'm joined by my friend sam williams sam welcome to the podcast thomas i'm more thrilled to be here than usual on a podcast this is an outstanding place would you say we're podding live we're always podding live podding post uh post Perandial screamers uh, around Sunningdale Heath. So um, we're sat out on an outstanding little terrace, aren't we? Yeah. Um, which, for anyone who, who doesn't know about Sunningdale Heath, essentially the land itself uh, connects into the main Sunningdale complex, was previously known as Sunningdale Ladies. It was the ladies' course. Uh, and funnily enough, the old Dormy House sits behind the sort of seventh, the sixteenth green, the seventeenth tee, where, um, which was I think previously attached to Sunningdale Golf Club, uh, and this year been taken over by Kristen and um, Tom, who are putting a lot of investment into it, and and kind of through a com- few conversations with a few people we were just desperate to come down and see it came along yesterday for a course walk and that was not enough had to get the irons out and had to have a bash yeah it was pretty sick wasn't it i mean we came down here um yesterday um, for a course walk met a met a dude called neil flanagan who was a complete hero and had a walk around he explained fascinating a, a guy. bit fascinating guy as well yeah yeah, yeah. and we, you know we just walked around and he was showing us what's happening here and I mean, it was immediately noticeable when we got here. Like, there was just, there was an ISGA competition. It was, the place was, like, overrun by juniors. Like, yeah. It was just, like, kids it, everywhere. It was like a Santa's grotto. It yeah. was like there was that many kids. It was yeah, ridiculous. It, it was insane. And and, and the, you have a road that splits the course. So, on, on one side of the road, there's four holes, which are uh, 15, 16, 17, and 18. And then on the other side, you've got the rest of the course. And we get chatting with Tom, who's recently got got purchased the place and and, and, re, and, and redoing it and and trying to renovate it. And he's like, "Yeah, on Sundays we just like shut down this these four holes, and the kids can go nuts. Like they just do whatever they like. They can play four holes. They can we have chipping competitions, and it's just an absolute playground for juniors. And it's just we were like, this is amazing. Golf just needs so many more places like this. I mean, look, I mean, I think people who've been on our social media and stuff last few days we'll probably have spotted we've had an outstanding few days in terms of the courses we've been um we, we've, been, we've got to play some fantastic places and been very well hosted and it's been great to meet some genuinely outstanding characters mm. but i think this is just worthy of a particular pod mention because it's just so cool like i mean so just in terms of breakdown the course um I, I can probably reach in here actually and grab the scorecard but it is a par 58 we don't need to talk about the part because what we need to talk about is our scores. <laughs> well, hang on. It's par 58. You're so proud you shot in the 60s. Par 58, 3,705 yards. There are 14 par 3 holes. It was laid out by Colt. Colt knew his par 3s. Like, these are exceptionally good par 3 greens. Um, and it's just fun. Like, it is fun with a capital F, isn't it? And like, what do we do? We're driving over here. I think it's fair to say we're a little fatigued this afternoon when we were, when we were on our way over. And I said, you look... Should we just dump the woods? And you were like, I was going to say exactly the same. Literally, like, ditch woods. Driver, driver. I mean, I'm a bit of a strange one with my bag. Driver, five wood, seven wood, away. 
gone. Got the four iron out of the bag as well because that thing is just toxic for me anyway. So we're just taking, I mean, it's not a half set because it's a, it's a complete set up to four iron for me and up to five iron for you. And we just went out there and it's, you know, these par threes range from, what's the, you've got the card, 117, 120 is the Yeah, the and there's some, some short ones, aren't there? Like 130, 140 yard par threes. But, you know, they stretch right up to... 232. There's at least three. There are 230 yards. 241. 241 longest par three on that. And yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's no pushover. It's no Mickey Mouse. And it all actually proper golf is not an easy number from 230 yards, no. to be fair. No, no, it's a proper, proper golf course. Now, the land that we are sat on is famous Surrey Sandbelt. It's the Heathlands of Surrey. Um, as, you, as you play away, you play sort of a one, two in a, in a row, turn round three, turn this fantastic par four, uh, the fourth hole, which is down this valley. It is not out of place for any Surrey golf course. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an outstanding par It's par a great four. golf course. And, and then you, you kind of continue on on your route and you get to, to the stretch of kind of nine, ten, eleven. And the land that you are playing golf on, you look to your right and there's... Sunningdale Old, world's the, best England uh, golf course. You could, <laughs> you could literally, you could t- put your foot on it. It's that mm. close. It's just a tree. I genuinely you. thought you were going to hosel rocket one on there. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I've nearly tried to hosel rocket one just so I just so I can go and stand on on the old at Sunningdale. But this, that's the land that we're on here. You know, it's it, the Sunningdale Old is just there, and it's those those holes nine, ten, eleven, twelve, all run parallel to the Sunningdale complex, and it's. The land it's and it's laid out by Colt. This is just an outrageously good. It's very good. Little though, complex. Though, I mean, one thing we should say, and we'll, we'll talk about you know our game and stuff in a bit, because I'm sure people are desperate to know how you've managed to shoot your first round in the 60s. But um, the guys have built a junior program here with with over 100 juniors now playing here. You could not design a better course for juniors to learn to play yeah, golf. Brilliant. So I mean, like Tiger famously learned to play golf from the green back. You know, it was like get it sorted on the greens, come back, you know, unwind, load in distance. And you think, yeah, it's just so right. <laughs> because here, distance is just not a factor. It's accuracy. It's a lot about irons. It's a lot about your short game. The greens are really good. The greens mm. are amazing. Yeah. You know, the greens... You know, greens are quick. Yeah, true. The greens are really quick, really true. Um, you know, it's target golf. Unbelievable. And I just... I think it's just the intangibles. Like, we're sat here now, there's a... A fabulous sort of like outdoor sort of tent area tent. they've created, which is a byproduct, I think, of the COVID stuff. But actually, clearly Great. has uh, a pretty pretty strong contingent that enjoy some 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 post post golf scoops in as well. So it was, um, yeah, no, it's top draw, absolutely outstanding. And uh, what before we move on from the juniors, I mean, we're sat here on this beautiful. I mean, we're not quite in autumn, but feels like autumn evening, the sun setting, and. Um, and just around the corner from us is a shed that they've put up. And the shed is, they've they've set up a really good indoor section for the juniors so they, they can get them hitting really long shots. They can get them spanking shots. Yeah. And the idea is get them, you know, get them quick, get them quick in that room, get the speed in that room, do the speed training there. And then, and then the whole course is their playground yeah. to learn how to play short game. It's just the Seriously philosophy cool. is outrageously good. So we we've obviously we obviously ditched all the all the big clubs and just played with irons. Firstly, how was that experience? I mean, I mean, hitting irons out the toe on is 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 not usually that much fun. But when you do it on on the Surrey Sandbelt, just 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 so much it's better. Just the turf pure, is just right, so is good. It's just nothing purer than just 
and it's clicking um, irons around. No, I mean, like you said on the way around, there is. It is the most fun shot in the game is to crunch an iron. Yeah. Like, and this is just like eighteen crunching irons, and it's it's just it's just very very good. And it'd be it'd be remiss to not talk about the time. Yeah, so I think what do we post in the end? One hour fifty three ish. One hour fifty three, one hour fifty four, something like that. For eighteen for holes, once or twice. Yeah, I mean, blisteringly good place mean, to play. But we weren't running. It felt no. like I, I don't know what you thought. I thought the vibe out there was just super tranquil, so serene. I've never felt like as chilled on a golf course. Crail, when we played Crail earlier this year, had similar sort of like, yeah, you vibes. just feel, and obviously there's a little bit of like not having groups behind you or in front of you and having a peaceful evening and peaceful weather, but that was, it was serenity on a golf course, which, yeah, that was just, was remarkable. Like, yeah, I mean, if you live in Surrey or Berkshire and there's a nice evening and you don't do this, it's just, you know, you're missing so much. I yeah, I mean, and it, this is one hour fifty-five. Not because we had the course to ourselves, because there was a group of ladies in front of us, and they just, they just stayed ahead. And it's one hour fifty-five. Everyone's doing it. It's not like we're just pelting away. It's just the time it takes to get around this golf course. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, in terms of the match, I think we should we should probably talk a little bit about that. I called it on I think the third. I said we're going to see a hole in one here today. Mm. I don't know why. I just had mm. premonitions. Yeah, we incorrect premonitions. They were, <laughs> they were incorrect, <laughs> considering the sheer quantity of golf that you and I play. Well, uh, we five courses in three days, it's and we have never had hole in ones in our lives. It was a strong move to to call that we were going to have one today, um, and we didn't. But yeah. we nearly saw one, didn't we? Yeah. So the ninth. Uh, so Neil, when we did the course walk, Neil sort of talks about the ninth, which borders the sixth. Sixth, sixth on the old um, is a fabulous par three. It's kind of Maybe a little pitch downhill, but it's it's probably playing about one, one forty nine something like that. I think very small green, brilliant sort of like surrounds, false front, just a lovely golf hole. And uh, yeah, I've absolutely zapped that nine iron. Come, yeah, it's come I mean, back to within two inches. I mean, it um, was uh, oh, it, it was one of those things that the, the the ladies in front of us had just just come off the green. They'd gone into the tee above, which is elevated, and you can see down. Sam's like, oh, this is a really nice part three. Why don't you just take a video of it? So he's, I, I'm standing there like they've they've tried to squeeze out as much room on that nine as they can. So the tee's pretty far back. I've literally dived into an ivy bush just so I can get this <laughs> to get this shot in. You know, I'm contemplating whether I'm going to get pinged on the backswing. <laughs> so we've happened to have it on film. I think it's it was sharp. Sam's like, give me your phone, give me your phone. This is going on Instagram. Give me your phone. <laughs> I spent the next three holes. I nearly blew the score. Didn't speak to me. Is it just, just by like, is it uploaded? Is it on story? Yet? Can you just check? Because it was, you know, what I noticed is it was on 3G, and we needed to get it on 4G. When we got closer, closer in, we ended up on 4G. Yeah, um, it was a, uh, it was very, very, uh, very good. It went past the pin, zapped back a little bit, and. Yeah, you had about a foot, didn't you? How but do you feel about, obviously you didn't play junior golf, but looking there, like, I mean, Tom just walked past us there and, you know, it's now, you know, nearly six o'clock in the evening. He's taking, you know, another lad out for some lessons, like talk about someone who's putting commitment into, into junior golf development. How do you feel having not played junior golf? I mean, can you imagine how good I'd be if I did? <laughs> um 
for those of the people that don't that listen to this podcast that don't know, I started very late, 28 years old when I picked up a golf club. So um, I feel like I missed out. Like the scene seems unreal. I always hear you telling stories about your mum dropping you off on the summer holidays at the golf course in the morning. You're there all day, play play 36 holes, and then chip till you till you till your sort of fingers bleed. And yeah, I mean that. That stuff sounds really cool, and the scene is cool. The, the boys just walked past with Tom there, and you know they got their shag bag of balls, and he, he's just like loving it. He's got a big smile on his face, and I feel like I missed out on it. Like junior, yeah. the junior golf scene feels really good. I mean, yeah. I just don't know there because I wasn't, I was never, never part of it. Seriously impressive setup. Seriously impressive. Favorite holes out there? Nine is a very, very good golf hole. Four is not standing. It's improved standing. when you absolutely stuff it to about six inches yeah, well, as well. That's I, more enjoyable. I stuffed it to about 30 yards. So <laughs> so that's still enjoyed it. Four was an absolutely great golf hole. Um, when you cross the road onto this stretch, uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, um, I suppose the heathens would, would, would say this is the flatter bit of land and, and maybe not so interesting, but actually... It's a really good little stretch of it's a shortish par three, par four, and then two worldy par threes through over sort of ravines. And I think, um, you know, we aren't <coughs> archivists of Sunningdale Heath, but we know that Colt... We'll have a go. <laughs> <laughs> but, we'll, but I'll have a good old go. Um, we know that Colt was involved. We also know that Mackenzie was involved. Yeah. And, you you know, Neil was, was quite... So quite forward yesterday and saying that he, he felt a lot of the Mackenzie vibes and yeah you can see it like the, the, there is a lot of sort of Mackenzie vibes out there as well and it's just there's certainly this stretch here I think just like very very good very good use of, of a fairly flat bit of land I'd say we've had a better time out there as well for um, only having the irons in the bag obviously that's highly enjoyable but there are there's a few holes. There's a couple of par threes for sure that were uh, would be on the limit of a five iron for me. One of them was like two thirty. I, I mean, I bent that thing over to like a one yeah. iron and just hammered it, and I still would, like I couldn't but, get it out. But there. what we need, what we do need, if, to we, if we'd have carried those woods, you nailed it on sixteen. Yeah, I said because I mean we played the sixteenth, which is about a two hundred. I can look again, a two hundred ninety-four yard par four. And fairly straight away there's a gap in the trees just takes a little temptation corridor. out of it yeah. I would have I would have taken dog yeah. I'd have been like oh, I can get and it it wouldn't have been the shot would it and there's oh. no room Like there's literally no, nothing to weigh six iron the sand wedge but it makes it really strategic because I could have also hit yeah like an, like an eight iron you know nine iron or something at it instead or yeah. you look at the bunkers you just, it just makes you play a more of a thinking game and with also, the longer holes and also something like <clears throat> okay let's put it out there We've played some worldy courses <laughs> in the last few days. Like anyone who follows our Instagram will know this. We've played some great places. We've played all of them off the championship tees. Like we have yeah. just been like, like, and we've been hustled by some of the so been, best golfers as well. Yeah. We've just like the courses we've played are, are long. You know, like you having to hit really good drives and and like they're not. You know, these places aren't. You know, we're not talking about seven thousand five hundred yard monsters because they're old courses. You know, they're six eight or whatever they are. But like, no, but you've got to keep hitting drive. You've got to keep hitting drive. You've got to keep hitting good iron shots. Um, and they're long and long courses. You know, they wear they they wear you down eventually. Mm. And coming here to a short course, it's just such a breath, such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was so much fun because like, you know, I shot in the sixties, lad. Sam shot in the sixties, just. 
just unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, it's just so much fun. There's no pressure. Let's go out there. And there's some loads of long holes there. And we haven't talked about it yet. The green fee here. £35, £35 I think. £35. Mm. You will not get better value for money in Surrey. Full stop. To be really clear, this is not a paid partnership podcast for Sunnydale, <laughs> but we are doing it having just walked off a course and had a great time. I've got to talk about um, the 18. So, 18, <laughs> an outstanding finishing hole, par three, uh, on the card at 148. Okay, okay. I'm just going to ju- look at the card I'm for the just vast gonna jump majority. In. That it's a super wide because it's obviously a path. There's lots of path threes, so they have to use big teeing grounds because otherwise you just chew them. You dig it up. It was super wide, and we were on the furthest bit away from the marker post to say any information about the hole. So, so nothing. To and go we off. hadn't really looked at the card all day. We we're just zapping flags. But you play to a green that's front to back, and when we'd met like Tom out in the putting green and had a nice chat with him, and we were talking about a junior program yesterday. You know, it was all sort of steep and everything. I was like, yes, this is a like a really hard green to hold. So I already kind of mentally had my a bit prepped around this just pull the pull the zapper out of the bag and try and get a yardage on it about 15 yards beyond the green you've got that tented the structure which we, we were sat now which is you know uh, currently there are six people <laughs> sat around there enjoying a lovely glass of wine a few pints of peroni and just having a lovely evening I've pulled this yardage and it's like, yeah, okay, 180. Well, I think it's like 179. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? Okay, right. Smooth I don't six. want to jump on seven. If I hit smooth six and just take a bit off it, I think we're in business. Got the club out of the bag and just thought, maybe worth just checking this because <laughs> if I pull the trigger on this and it's, I have picked up something behind, we're in big trouble. Like that would have been, as, as it turned out, like, I mean, if as I'd it gone turns down out, the throat you'd actually, as well, it would have been. He'd actually zap the guy's Peroni. And yeah. It was nowhere near the flag. The flag was 155. <laughs> Thank God. that we dropped it down to 9 iron and got to the back of the green. So <laughs> 6 would have been, they'd have been in mortal danger oh, at that point. Been catastrophic. Um, yeah, so, so that was that was extremely cool very very good I mean how's it feel to having shot a, a sort of a 64 I mean look it's a 6 over par I'm going to put it out there and say par 3 is typically being much harder to par in general because it's the execution of one long shot and two putts yeah. and you can't, and greens, gain, you and can't greens, gain any distance the you greens I mean? are quick and they're undulating so um, you know par 4s I was saying on the way around the par 4s feel like a bit of a respite because at least you can chew off a bit of yardage and you, you can put a sandwich in your hand yeah. you know the, these, some of these par threes six, I've seven, hit lots eight, of six sixes lines, lots of sevens yeah. lots of fours try and shape them um, you know the greens are really small you miss yeah, the my, greens you've usually got heather around them yeah my iron play is notoriously awful anyway so like it's a fairly strong examination I would come back here in a heartbeat if, if I was on a Surrey trip and I think you know and I wanted to have a bit of a chilled out evening mm. you know still wanted to didn't want to just get locked up in a pub and get obliterated if you've hit a two or three hour drive to get here on a trip it's the perfect way of breaking it up yeah. like to sort of go yeah okay well let's just ease into it with that if you if you feel a bit tired after a trip you'll still have this in the locker because it's quick and it's not overly demanding yeah. off the in terms of the long game and it's just perfect if you want an afternoon loop and you're not actually in the market for another sort of championship test I'll, so. I'll, put, I'll put this out there we we landed Literally landed, landed here, here fifteen at, minutes past three. About quarter past three. That's the last time we got here. We have we checked in. We had a chat with the uh, the lady behind the bar. We we had a chat with Tom. We played eighteen holes. We've come in. We've ordered drinks. We've done a podcast, 
And that was two and a half hours ago. That was two hours 45 ago. I mean... You can be highly productive at Sunningdale Heath, it seems. Yeah, very, very good. Very, very good. Anything else that's worth talking about in terms of Sunningdale Heath? I think it... I've been... Look, I'm going to put it out there and say I I can see serious event vibes here. Like... With this tent structure, these these holes and everything, I just imagine the fun you could have out here in an iron-only competition. Yeah. I'd be really keen to know um, from my listeners if there's any demand on that because I just think that's so cool. Imagine something where it's like, yeah, anything that's got a head cover on, and that includes irons. They, Ex- excluding they are putters. not allowed Put- on the putters golf course. Are okay. Putters, you can have one head cover. You can have one head cover on a putter, but no other head cover. You covers. can choose driver. You'll have one so head cover, that's it. Irons if it's a driver, you've got to drop the putter. Um, yeah, and I would, I'd be really keen to know what the, the interest would be in that this, because I mean, this is what we're talking about just here. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm watching uh, the 18th, and I'm watching Tom come in uh, with the junior and his dad, and they're there just throwing balls around the 18th, chipping up. You know, yeah, just they've just do- dodging groups. The 15th green, they're now going to go and hit a few onto the 18th green. It's all just like it's exactly so learning from the green back. Um, short podcast. I think people will certainly get the sense of excitement for this place that we've just come off with. Um, yes, we've had a nice evenings weather. You know, it, we've had a great few days, but the excitement from playing that is just uh, palpable. Yeah. So, I would urge anyone who's in the market for a bit of fun. You said that. Get to Sunday. <laughs> I think I think our listeners by now have got a ring endorsement on Sunday. Um until next time. Thank you for listening. Adios. Adios. Watch this.